Um, you have zero subscribers. You're setting up your channel right now. You're trying to get your 1,000, 4,000 hours. How would, how would you grow from the beginning? Yeah, so my method is not the only method, but I'm a, um, I'm a realist. I'm a visionary and a realist. Mm-hmm. I've got big vision, but I also really like practicality. So I like to discern the most practical path to success. And in my opinion, the first thing is to say, what is it you want to happen? Do you want to become a famous entertainer or comedian um, or talking head about just general topics? That's tough. I don't think that's that practical. I wouldn't talk someone out of it, but I think that how do you grow? You be incredibly charismatic. You have incredible points of view or the way you talk about things. Um, you are Justin Bieber and you sing and play guitar on YouTube and you get discovered. Um, it is hard to coach musicians because they say, man, how do I crack the code on YouTube? And I was like, well, I don't know how good your music is because (laughs) again, you're going to, you're going to be hitting up against the lid. If like that, that's obviously, that is the thing that is the product is ultimately got to be your music. And do people care? And can you grow an audience? Even all the best tactics in the world can't necessarily help you. So kind of laying that as a foundation, what I recommend people do is take a practical path um, and actually kind of lean more into education. There's really two big niches. There's entertainment or education. If you lean into education, I actually think things get easy because- all Really you, over entertainment? Oh my gosh. I think so. Uh, and, 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 and again, what do you want to happen? Do you want to be able to quit your nine to five? I think you go into education. Do you want to be able to get an extra couple grand coming in a, a month? You go into education. Not only that, do you want to build that up over the next one to 10 years? It's also more sustainable because no matter how good of a musician you are, you're hot this year, but a lot of one hit wonders out of there, out there, you know, a consistent career in entertainment is a whole art form in and of itself. Whereas when you just solve a problem, which I would, you you don't even have to call it education. You call it entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs solve problems for a profit. So that's a bar. Who do you serve? Who are you helping? And what problem do you solve for them? So I would pick, I would say- Run it it back, run run it back. Who are you helping? Yeah. And what problem do you solve? What problem are you solving? You said something else. You said it really cool just a second ago. I already forgot. Okay. But you know- Proceed. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's like, you might say, and typically you're going to help who you were a year ago or who you were five years ago. Mm. So you might say, okay, I'm a mom now. I'm a single mom with five kids. And I'm, I've been figuring this thing out though. I'm flourishing. Life's not easy at all. And it's a, it's a struggle for sure. But I've, I figured out some systems and some things the way I do it, my process. And I know there's other, there's a lot of other moms out there. So who do you help? Now it's maybe where it gets really interesting is if you niche down or niche down into age, you know, millennial moms versus, you know, like baby boomers trying to connect with their grandkids who very much demographic based can be ways that you can resonate with people. But then what do you solve? Because for baby boomers, you might say, okay, I'm a baby boomer. I I really know how to DJ my retirement and Mm -hmm. save on taxes. I'm going to talk about advice, just hard one advice because I study and I read all day long. So the framework we created, again, you're saying, how do we grow? I wouldn't Mm -hmm. go to the tactics first. I go to strategy first, you know, and the strategy would be answering if you drew three circles 
And in the first one, you wrote passion. The second one, you wrote proficiency. And in the third one, you wrote profit. It's an intersection of those three circles. Passion, proficiency. And and profit. Profit. And so if we break them down, passion would be, okay, so what am I passionate about? Well, I'm passionate about motherhood. I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. I read books all day long about, I'm passionate about marketing. I'm passionate about what's, even in education, I think you could tap into um, commentary on culture. I'm passionate about, Mm. there's this, there's this, uh, I'm passionate about music. Like, so, Mm. so I think about like Anthony Napolitano, like he reviews these huge YouTuber reviewing albums. A lot of people listen to him. But again, he's not creating music. He's, he's, he's passionate about that. What are you also proficient at? Well, if you have a background in music and you understand the nuances of it and you're obsessed with it, your proficiency is t- typically what, what keeps you fascinated. Mm-hmm. What, what could you instantly maybe talk about 50 topics? You could come up with your next 50 video ideas. What um, do you like to study? If you walked into a bookstore, what section would you be drawn to? Right. And, that, and, then, and then what do you have some experience All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives 
haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Experience in. And the cool thing if someone's just starting, oh, I'm not an expert. You don't have to be an expert. You just have to be one step ahead. So Ooh. if you're passionate about real estate and maybe creating autonomy because agents don't necessarily have a cap on their income and you've been studying it, but you're also only one year in. Well, then you're 12 months ahead of people that are just getting started. You probably sure. learned a lot in that first year. Sure. So, so you're passionate about it. There's some proficiency there. And I think there's, and to your point, it's like people, if you just have some sort of curiosity, you're probably going to study more than the people that's been in for the last 15 years. Like, oh, this is happening. I'm curious about it. I'm brand new. But hey, guys, this is what I learned. This is what I researched. Tell me what you think. Coming from a curiosity standpoint. Curiosity is essential because if you're not curious, you'll burn out. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so I think about like, it's getting a lot of hate right now, but Amazon released this Lord of the Rings show, you know, and uh, a lot of people don't like it. My wife's into it. It's all right, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're enjoying it. But one of the things that I realized, I do this after every movie, every show, I pretty much always go to YouTube and I say ending explained. I'll go, you know. Really? So, and especially we watched like Lord of the Rings episode one on Amazon prime. I was like, I don't know what the heck is happening in here. Like, <laughs> and so I went to YouTube after it's done, you know, this is like, it's almost like bonus features on a DVD or a Blu-ray, yeah. you know? And I watched a 30 minute video. I watched every second and my God, like the level of detail. <laughs> so some guy is breaking down, he's got clips and pictures from the books and he's talking about history and he's framing things up. It's enriching the show. To by the way, a lot of times I w I sometimes didn't even like a movie, and once I actually watch, and they're like, "Look at these angles. Look at this storyline. Look at this motif that was in the." I'm like, "Well, I didn't see that at all." But I mean, I, and so so that's what's oh, that's heavy about that is is I honestly I, I do like movies and media, but personally that would not keep me. I'd be too bored if I had to watch movies and media all day long. Flick Connection. This dude's making a full-time living, getting sponsored by Athletic Greens. My wife and I just yesterday watched the best new movies coming to, oh, uh, you know, Netflix in October. And we watched the whole thing. So watch time. And, and he's using... I'm only texting because I have a, I, a really, really good idea and I cannot forget it because you just sparked something amazing. Uh, okay, I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you guys. But I'm still going to write it down. Actually... Joe just texted to me. So, okay. So it's like I do these interviews, right? An hour, hour and a half, right? I just need to create another channel 
and maybe even hire somebody to do the reviews of the podcast episodes that's like an hour and they do like a 15-minute review of all these episodes. But not only just mine, but all of these mm. interviews of entrepreneurs who are into that thing that don't want to watch the two hours. They just take it, clip it up. That's going to be another channel. Well, and 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 that's what's, what's exciting about that. Text again, me that. It doesn't just have to be when you go passion, proficiency, and then profit. It, it is, again... What keeps you super curious? Like if you absolutely love learning and digesting entrepreneurship and, and we live in a world where you can make a good living as a content DJ, mm. as one who curates, uh, you know, my friend Evan Carmichael, his entire channel is like Oprah's 50 rules to success, Gary Vee's 10 rules to success. Um, and their compilations, fair use, it is clips, other people, OPC. What's fair use? Uh, fair use law is means that you can do this legally yeah. um, because you're combining multiple different sources into an original work. OPC, not OPP, naughty by nature. <laughs> OPC, other people's content. Right. Um, and you can use other people's content legally if you're on camera, you're the DJ. And so Flick Connection, he's playing all kinds of clips. Like he's not, he doesn't have light kits and gaff. He's not making all this stuff, but he's just talking in a room but the video is very interesting because he's showing you the trailers and the clips. And I'm watching the Lord of the Rings summary and it's a rich media experience. This guy didn't create the media, but he DJed it. And he and and he obviously is obsessed enough. I don't want to go read 10,000 pages of J.R. Tolkien, all the niche books and research the things and figure it yeah. out. He did that. So if you are passionate and it keeps you curious, you can monetize that passion. And then profit would be, how am I going to make money at this? Mm -hmm. So how do I grow? That goes back to, you know, if you pick the right thing that's based on your passion and you do have some proficiency at it, then you also pick the right business model. Now, maybe the ambition isn't a particular amount of money, but if it is and you want all three of the P's, then you would choose the vehicle. You might say, man, I can't decide between these three passions. Well, then you ask which one are you strongest at? And then you ask which one will get you to your financial goals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.